Hello, and welcome to the BTG Podcast. I am your host, Jen Fable of BTG Wellness and LiveLifeUnbroken.com. BTG stands for Bridge the Gap, and it is inspired by my own healing journey. After receiving seven different mental health diagnoses by the age of 19, I quickly realized that there was a massive gap between what I believed and understood in my head and what I truly felt in my heart. And no matter how many therapists I went to, I couldn't seem to bridge that gap until I found the tools and information that I share in my one-on-one private sessions, trainings, and right here on this podcast. My goal is to help you begin to bridge that gap by bringing you different topics related to mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. And in case you didn't know, this podcast is recorded live during my weekly Zoom virtual healing circles. These are weekly virtual gatherings that are 100% free, and no RSVP is required. So you are welcome to come whenever you can and stay as long as you want. Each week, we open the space with a candle meditation, after which I will share with you my favorite grounding practices and lead you through a circle casting, guided meditation and breath work, followed by a soul-inspiring gratitude practice. If you are interested in learning more about how you can continue your journey and experience my virtual healing circles in real time, please visit www.btgwellness.com circle and join my free circle membership. Of course, if you like what you hear in today's episode, please remember to leave a review and share the love by sharing this episode with your friends, family, and social network. And as always, if you have any questions, please know you can always reach out to me through my website at www.btgwellness.com or through email or social media. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Virtual Healing Circle with me, Jen Fable of BTG Wellness and LiveLifeUnbroken.com. And tonight is part four of the Kabbalistic Tree of Life. If you have missed parts one, two, and three, you can, of course, go back and listen to those episodes on the podcast. And tonight we are working on the very, very, very bottom of the Tree of Life. And I'm really excited to introduce you to this tonight. So why is this important? This is important because the Kabbalistic Tree of Life is a really powerful map of your own life, of your soul's journey. And it offers immense wisdom, guidance, and perspective. This is important because learning how to tap into the power of this symbol adds depth to your meditation practice and to your healing journey. And this is important because knowing where you are on the path can help you know what you need to do, what you need to adjust in order to bring yourself back into balance and keep on moving forward. So quick recap, what is the Kabbalistic Tree of Life? So the Kabbalistic Tree of Life is different from the Tree of Life. The Tree of Life, many people know, it's a symbol where it looks like a tree with the branches above and the roots below, and it is very much indicative of as above, so below. It's a beautiful symbol of interconnectedness, and it's not the Kabbalistic Tree of Life. The Kabbalistic Tree of Life is a specific symbol that is found embedded in the sacred geometry shape, the Flower of Life. The Kabbalistic Tree of Life describes a system of divine energy, of how the energy moves from the infinite potential around us, from the divine, and eventually makes it down into our world, and the steps it goes through to get there, as well as how it moves within our own personal life. The Kabbalistic Tree of Life consists of ten spheres, which are known as sephirot, or sephira if you're talking about just one, 
And these represent spiritual principles. They represent aspects of the divine, emanations of the divine. Each sphere or sephira connects to specific colors and planets, different elements, astrological signs, tarot cards. Tarot deck is heavily based on the Kabbalistic tree of life. Uh, divine masculine, feminine, chakras, body parts, aspects of the psyche, aspects of development. So truly, this is a multi-layered symbol and multi-dimensional glyph that has the potential to completely unlock areas of your life that you didn't even know you weren't accessing. Now, in past episodes and circles, we've talked about the top nine sephira or sephirot. And you are welcome to go back and check out the past episodes to catch up on anything that you missed. Now, the last sephira on the Tree of Life is Malkuth, which stands for the kingdom. Now, Malkuth is considered to be a fallen sephira. It's associated with the realm of matter and earth. It relates to our physical world. It's the stuff that we're made of. It's what we know. It's what we can pick up with our five senses. And it's the wilderness where Adam and Eve were cast when they were cast out of the Garden of Eden. Malkuth is the place where we have to struggle against materialism in order to find the spiritual divine light. It's where we have to trust in something called faith because we can't see the divine from here. We can't hear or taste or smell or touch the divine energy. It comes from a place of distrust. All the other sephirot are connected to the divine, but Malkuth isn't really connected directly. However, it is a direct reflection. It is a reflection of the divine in us, but we just can't see it. So unlike the other nine sephirot, Malkuth is an attribute of the divine which does not emanate from the divine directly. It is where all the other forms are given tangible manifestations. It's where we take ideas, where we take emotional connection. It's where we take beauty. It's where we take perseverance. It's where we take awe and splendor. And we pull it down into our actual physical world so we can experience it. But in this place where we are experiencing with our senses, we also are on the illusion that we are not connected to the divine. Because Makuth is not an actual emanation. And this is the plane where karma is expressed. Now, Malkuth is one of the names given to this sephira, but another name is the Shekinah, which is Hebrew for dwelling or settling. And this is the divine feminine. In this way, this very much parallels the yogic structure of the chakras with the kundalini feminine energy at the base of the spine that rises up. Here, the Shekinah is the place where the divine presence lives within us. We just have to know that we can have faith to connect with it. The Shekinah is the source of life for humans on earth. It encompasses that primordial light of creation. It is the light that you shine so bright that you ignite the light in others. And in our thinky, thinky, go, 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 divine, masculine, do more kind of world, we've completely lost touch with this part and it is the place where life exists where the divine exists within us where kether is reflected into malkuth it is the true meaning of as above so below that's not just like oh like the solar systems kind of look like the eye and all these different pictures you see online it's that divinity exists within you but we need faith to know it because we can't see the divine from solo down on the tree 
Now, we talked in the past about the three triads. I'm just going to put them all together. So the upper three, Sephirot, that's the supernal triangle. That's the holy trifecta. That's Father, Son, Holy Spirit, which is also known as Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva, or Osiris, Isis, and Horus. That's the holy trinity. That's where the energy of the divine we can grasp onto, and it balance is to left and right, to masculine and feminine. The next three sephirots are the ethical triangle. This is where the mystery of the human soul is united into the divine soul. This is where we start to live our divinity, where we create the emotional connection to the manifestation of the energy we're pulling down. And then there's the astral triangle, which are the bottom three sephirot. And this is the magical triangle. It's the realm of ritual, which is an act that vibrates into the other dimensions. And you'll notice that the very last Sephira, Malkuth, is not part of any of the triads because it is the fallen Sephira. So it is the very bottom. It's not connected to any of the divine triads. It is separate, but it's still on the tree. It just doesn't know it's on the tree. So some key concepts to remember. Remember that creating magic in your life, aka manifestation, requires you to have an idea to move it through all the worlds of the tree to move through all the sephirot, to balance it with love, with kindness, with discernment, with victory, with moving forward, with force, with awe and splendor of the wonder that you can receive. When we do that, we can truly bring heaven down onto earth and live it in our human existence. Remember that Makuth is the kingdom in which your divine inspirations, aspirations, and ideas are meant to live and take form. So if you have this beautiful idea in your mind that came from the inspiration beyond and you allow fear and silly stories in your head to get in your way, then you're not pulling heaven down onto earth. And remember that you're meant to experience yourself as the creator that you are. The biggest message of the Kabbalistic tree of life is that you have access to divine energy. Just because we're the fallen sphere, just because we can't experience it with our senses doesn't mean we're not on the tree. We are creators. We have access to all of it at any time. We just need to know that, to tap into it, and to stop letting silly stories in our head get in our way. And as always, I want to remind you to decide you want it more than you're afraid of it. All of us are like, I want to stand in my power. And then we're told you are truly the creator of every aspect of your existence. We're like, nope, it's my coworker's fault. <laughs> no, nope, I'm going to blame my partner, my kids. Nope, not me. I'm perfect. <laughs> and knowing that you have the power to create, that you have access to all aspects, all emanations of divine energy. Just decide you want that more than you're afraid of it. That's always the decision that will take you to the next step. And as always, if you have any questions about anything from tonight's circle or podcast, please know you can always reach out to me through any of my websites, either btgwellness.com or my coaching website, livelifeunbroken.com, or through email or through social media. Not really a question, but I just wanted to say thank you so much for taking this topic on. It's a really big one, and it's so interesting. But the challenge with it is that it piques your curiosity and where do you go from there i think i'm going to spend the rest of my life studying this one i mean we're all coming from one light source one energy source and i think somewhere ego hijacks us and then we're called humans exactly and that's what i love about the kabbalistic tree of life regardless of what country we're from what language we speak we all have the option to balance Wisdom and understanding, power and mercy, 
kindness and judgment. Thank you again for joining me for this episode of the BTG podcast, which stands for Bridge the Gap, with me, Jen Fable. Remember, if you want to experience my virtual healing circles in real time, visit www.btgwellness.com circle. And of course, if you have any questions at any time, please know you're always welcome to reach out to me through social media or through my websites at btgwellness.com or through my coaching website, livelifeunbroken.com. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.